0: Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's Morning Bible Study. We are in Genesis chapter 28, and we're moving quickly toward Jacob going and living with his future father-in-law, Laban. He's going to be up there north of what is modern-day Israel in the area of Lebanon, and he is going to be sent off this morning. He's going to be sent off by his mother and father to go live with Laban. And that's his mother's uncle. And he is going to spend time up there. And and in, in fact, even though he has stolen his brother's birthright and he's stolen his brother's blessing, even though that's going on, he is absolutely 100%. He is absolutely 100%. He He's being blessed. He's being sent off with a blessing. Now, I'm going to ask the question because we're going to go into this in pretty, a lot of detail, a lot of detail about his life, both in this chapter and the chapters to come. But as you read it, and as you look at it, and as you study it, you're going to see that as he goes to this, as he goes off on this journey, as he goes off in this direction, you're going to see that that. He's not going to be blessed in the worldly way we look at blessings today. As a modern day church culture, he's just not going to be blessed the way we think of blessings, of blessings ought to be. Now, I want you to know, before you go, I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert. He is going to he's going to go off and he's going to spend the better part of two decades up there. He is going to work really hard and he's going to uh, work really hard for his for Laban and that's going to be his future father-in-law and he's going to work hard in order to get a wife and uh, he's trying to get to one of Laban's daughters and Laban's going to trick him and marry him to his oldest daughter first and then force him to work really hard for several years to get his second wife and he is going to he's going to do that and then eventually He is going to be, he's going to prosper there. He's going to, he's going to gain great wealth. He's going to, his flocks and his herds are going to increase greatly. He's going to have all that, but he's going to be in a place where he doesn't want to be, where he didn't grow up. He's going to be in a place where he absolutely doesn't think of it as a blessing. He is being sent off because of what he's done. And he is actively trying to first get a wife, which he's going to do. In fact, he's going to get two of them. And you know how I feel about that as far as a curse or a blessing. I'm not sure what that is. But he is going to be constantly striving to go back home with his family and he's going to be kept from it. And so the question, is that a blessing? Is it a blessing to be doing and in the midst of what God's plan is for your life, even though it's not necessarily what you desire? Notice in verse two, it says, Arise, go to Padam Haram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. So he's being sent off to Laban and to live with Laban. And Laban is his mother's brother. Laban's his uncle. And he is going to go there to find a wife. He's going to go there to have a wife. And in fact, his father... Isaac is sending him this way. He's the one who's telling him to go. And they're getting him away from there so that Esau doesn't kill him. He is the one who possesses the birthright, and he's the one who possesses the blessing. We've already discussed that in great detail. And so what he's saying is, you go there, and we're tying you out. We're We're putting you on the down low. We're making sure that you're on the witness protection list and we're gonna hide you out several hundred miles away so that your brother Esau doesn't kill you, and so that eventually you'll be able to survive, you'll be able to make it, and eventually you'll be able to come back. And that's the whole purpose, is to send him up there, he's supposed to get a wife and come back. By the way Isaac got got Rebecca was, they sent a servant, and the servant went up there, and immediately he found wife for him, he found Rebecca, and Rebecca's family said come we want you to take Rebecca this is absolutely perfectly in God's will that servant found exactly what God's will was and he did exactly what needed to be done in order to bring Rebecca back it's not going to be as easy for it's not going to be as easy for Jacob Jacob's got to deal with himself and let me say this so many times we as parents want our children To stay so, so close to us, we want them to to live with us in their mid-50s and then get married and have children and still live with us on up into the 70s. Sometimes feel like that's what we're doing in our culture today. I sometimes feel like that's what we're struggling with in our culture today. We're struggling with a situation in which we're not causing or bringing about or creating the atmosphere in such a way that our children mature and grow up quickly. In fact, we do everything to make sure that they don't mature and grow up quickly. And uh, we give them every comfort and we don't put them in a position where they have to grow up. And I'll say this, that is not good for them. Some of the best days in my life and the worst days in my life were days where I was a young adult alone, far from my home. I was a young adult at college. I was young adult in the army and i was not in the area of the place i live now i'm back in the town that i or the city that i graduated from i'm not necessarily living in the town that i grew up in because i grew up in a city about 60 miles south of here called montgomery but that being said i am in the town in the high at near the high school where i graduated from but that is That is after I've been away for the better part of five decades, four decades. I've been gone a long time. I've been gone from this place. I'm older now, and there's nothing wrong with going back to where you're from when you get older, but sometimes when you're a young adult, and it doesn't have to be a long time, but sometimes it's a very maturing thing to happen, to be sent off, to live somewhere else, and to learn how to live on your own, to learn how to be independent, to learn how to Figure out what your giftings are and what your what your callings are and what you do well and learn how to do them well in order to survive. It is a it is not a negative thing to do that. It is a positive thing to do that. Now, is it a, is it an easy thing? No. Is it a struggle many times? Absolutely. It can be a great struggle. That being said, it is never as easy as we want it to be. It is never as as easy as we, and so we don't want our children to have to go through that. I don't want my children to have to go through that. Did it create in characteristics or did it create in you a character that is positive? And I would say for most folks, when they have gone off or gone away from their family and worked and gone away and gone to school, gone away and made a family, I would say that most of them, if you ask them, did it cause you to grow up? Did it create? character traits in you that are positive most people would say yes and so I would say to you is that a blessing absolutely it is it is a blessing and notice Jacob is going to receive a blessing from his father in his going away so his father is capable of of coming up with a blessing he said may God Almighty bless you that is not just saying God May God who is in control bless you because he realizes he's no longer going to be under his sphere of influence. He's not going to be able to take care of him. He's not going to be able to watch over him. He's not going to be able to fix his mistakes anymore. He's sending him to a place where he's not going to know what's going on. There's no cell phones back at that time. There's There's not a postal system. He's just going to have to trust that he's going to be okay. And when he blesses him initially, he calls on God Almighty. He calls on the God who is the God of of the universe. And he says, I want you to be blessed by, blessed by God. I want you to, I want you to be taken care of by the sovereign God who is in control of the universe. And he says, and may he make you fruitful and multiply you. And ultimately that's the whole purpose for our children leaving the nest and going out and figuring out their place in the world is for them to multiply themselves, for them to be fruitful. They'd be fruitful both in their family, but they'd also be fruitful in their in their jobs and in in what they're going to be doing with their life. That their life produce spiritual fruit. That they become a part of. Uh, a body somewhere, believers, and that they actually begin to use their spiritual gifts. Those are the, all these things are the things that you need to be thinking about for your children as they grow up. Am I pointing them in the direction? The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. You got to do that while you're training them. And when you train them up, you've got to help them see their giftedness. You have to help them see what they're made for. And you have to help them see how to use that while they're in your house so that when they get out of your house, They'll use it regularly in the world that they live in and they'll hone those skills and they'll learn how to survive off of the gifting and the direction that you have, you've shown them that they have and they'll be blessed by it. He says, may God Almighty bless you, make you fruitful and multiply that you may be an assembly of peoples, meaning that you, what you do has great influence over a large group of people. He's talking about his family to be a great family, but he's also just talking about remember as far as families go, in that time there were families and then there were households, and the household was all the people that were involved in the family that might not have been even related to him. And he's saying to him, I want you to I want you to be a person who has great influence and has a large family, but also has a large household and that you're a blessing to a large group of people and that the people around you receive the blessing that you are, that you be mature and that you grow. And let me tell you, Jacob needs a lot of maturing. He's been a mama's boy. He's been protected. He's been taken care of. He's not been put in a position where he had to grow. He's a thief and a liar. He's got some severe character flaws and he needs some growing up. He definitely does. And the only way he's going to grow up is to get from out from under Rebecca's wing. And the only way he's going to grow up is for him to go out there and experience the difficulties and the hardships of what life's about. And actually begin to use his giftedness and his struggles and be able to learn how to be his own man out there in the world. And that's exactly what's going to happen here. And so he says, I'm hoping that you are fruitful. He says, I hope you are assembly of people, meaning you have a huge group of people that you influence. He says, and give you the blessings of Abraham. What he's saying is, I hope you walk in the anointing and I hope you walk in the promises that were given to your grandfather, Abraham, that were passed to me and I'm passing them to you. I want you to, I want you to be able to use those gifts. And by the way, he's going to be able to do that. Abraham was a great man of Isaac. He is a great man of business. And Jacob, you're going to find out, is a great man of business. He's a, they're people who are able to take a little and make a lot with it. And uh, that's exactly what happens here. They take a little and they make a lot with it to you and your descendants with you. What he's saying is, I want your blessing. I want you to continue to be a blessing in the line that you create. Just you're a blessing for me. And I want, I want to see you make a difference in the world and for your children to do the same. And don't that, don't you want that for your grandchildren? Well, let me tell you, the investments you make in your children and the investments and decisions you make for them in the time that you're living in right now, those blessings and those efforts and those hard works, those things that are difficult to do to cause your children to grow up, well, those things will produce fruit for your grandchildren and you will be very satisfied You'll be very joyful that you actually invested in your children that way so that their children would experience a father and mother ha- who are mature, who know what their purpose is, know what their giftings are, and are operating in the, in those things. You need to do that. And a lot of people say, I just need to get them out of the house. You need, They need to for sure, they for, need for sure be someone who is moving forward in life so that your grandchildren can experience moving forward in life so many people are in a rut so many people are stuck and the reason they're stuck is because they don't see a way out they don't see nobody is really stuck in this world especially in this country they're not stuck what they are is they don't see a way out and they don't have the strength to figure out how to get out but there are ways out but you have to have your eyes open to those things and you're gifting and who you are God has made for overcoming and for deliverance and for power. But operating in those gifts and operating in that understanding requires, just requires time and energy and effort. And if you don't, if you, nobody's ever taught you how to be who you're supposed to be, sometimes you just never ever become who you're supposed to be. He says, he says that you may inherit the land. That's a, that you may inherit the promises of God. Every time I think of land, every time the word land comes up, it's the promises of God that you may inherit the promises of God in which you are a stranger, meaning that these things are not necessarily ours. These things are not necessarily things that we're supposed to have in this world. God has carved out blessings for us in this world and he has control of this world, even though it's not ours. Our kingdom is another kingdom and our citizenship is another citizenship. But that being said, God still got purpose for us here where we we represent him. We're made back in his image. We have his power and his, his purpose in us. And he says, I want you to inherit the promises of God, the blessings of God, the promised land in which you are a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. Notice that's that continual passing down. And we're experiencing it today, generation after generation of passing down those truths Passing down those blessings, passing down those promises. We're a product of that. We're a product of millennia past. We're literally a product of 3,500 years. This happened close to 3,500 years ago. And we're a product of that. The Bible in the New Testament says we've been grafted into this tree. We're a a product of the promises of God that continue down. You're a product of 3,500 years of promises. And God's been working that plan out so that you could be a part of it, that you could experience it and that you could walk in that anointing and that blessing that God keeps passing down and we're a part of that. He said, so Isaac sent Jacob away and he went to Padam Aram Laban, the son of Bethuel, the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Notice he's got a plan and, uh, and he needs to go away. And he needs to grow up and he's going to. And that's not a bad thing. In fact, that's a really good thing. I want to see a lot of children in our church because I want them to hear God's word so that they can have it planted deep in their heart so that God can begin to water it and that God can begin to nourish it and grow it so that they can grow up and go off and be who they're supposed to be in the kingdom of God? We're supposed to be building, and see, by us doing that, we're building our treasure in heaven. We're building our inheritance in in the promises of God because we're investing in things that have a future that keep producing. Oftentimes, we want to invest in things that produce nothing more, but there's there there is importance in investing in human life, investing in people, and helping them see what their purposes are and helping them go off and become who they're supposed to be. And in my life, in the past, everyone that come from my line upward, parents and my grandparents on both sides, and aunts and uncles and family members way up the line, almost all of them I can point to and say, they went off and lived away. And they went off to a new place and figured out who they were. And then some of them, many of them came back to where they were from, but that was after they became who they were supposed to be. And then they were blessing where they're from. Many times people need to go out and figure out who they're supposed to be so that one day they can come back and be a blessing, but they got to go to figure it out. And that's exactly what's happening in Jacob's life. And it's going to be place, it's going to be a for sure blessing. He's going to grow up. He's going to figure it out. He's going to be blessed while he's doing it. He's going to, he's going to receive all kinds of blessings and power while he's doing it. And at the same time, while all that's going on, he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle mightily, And that's a blessing too, because when we struggle with God, God shows us who we are and he shows us what he's making us into. And I'm praying that'll be the case for everyone that I get to be a part of their lives and get to minister to them in any possible way and in in the big ways and the small ways. And I pray that for you. I pray that you'll be a minister and you'll be one who sees great blessing in other people's lives. and, And you're investing in those things so that your inheritance, your future is secure because you are feeding into the lives of those around you.